0: On this week's episode of the I-501CU, the podcast for nonprofit board members, I wanna talk about the role and the characteristics of an effective board chair. Hey everybody, this is Michael Corley. Just wanted to let you know, we are now sending out a weekly, very brief newsletter, tips, tricks, pointers to nonprofit executives. That includes both board members and CEO's executive directors. If you're interested in receiving this, please go to thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter and you can sign up. Once again, that's the Corleycompany.com forward slash newsletter. Well, you know there's probably no more important role on the board, obviously, maybe in the organization than the board chair from multiple perspectives. But before I dive into those, let's take a step back and let's start off with what are the differences between a for-profit and the nonprofit and you go Corley, why in the world would you start off with that? Well, so many board chairs come from the for-profit sector. So many board members come from the for-profit sector. So I want to highlight some of the differences because this is really going to tie into that important role and some characteristics of the board chair. Well, clearly the tax status is different. We know that, or we wouldn't have an industry of nonprofits. Nonprofits have a number of volunteers that work for them. These are non-employed people. These are volunteers. And managing volunteers is really different. Than managing employed staff, client selection, if you're on work for a nonprofit, you really don't pick your clients, you don't sit there and say I'm going to choose to serve this homeless person and not that homeless person. And that is the beauty of nonprofits in the for profit sector, we've got the ability to pick and choose our clients. That is a really big difference when you're leading the organization. Donors, right? In the for profit sector, we have funders often, uh, private equity or whatnot. On the nonprofit side, it's donors. And those donors are oftentimes individuals, and individuals have personalities and they have things that they want to do or don't want to do and think you should do or shouldn't do. So, a CEO has to manage those donors. Clearly, a nonprofit is mission focused and mission related. And oftentimes, I hear people say, well, my for profit has a mission. Yeah, it does. But typically that's not the guiding principle. A for-profit's guiding principle is making money. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. A nonprofit's guiding principle is that mission, and that's what needs to be focused on day in and day out. And collaboration in a nonprofit sector in order to solve something that's a social challenge, really, it's rare that any one organization can do it. And it's rare that there's not some type of complexity that transfers over into, transforms into other other nonprofits field of work, if you will. So collaboration is absolutely critical. Not competition, collaboration. And that is a really different mindset versus the for-profit sector. And then finally, on the nonprofit side, governance is critically important because it's for the public benefit. And there are no owners. So there's really no accountability other than to the role of the board who represents the the, the public good in ensuring that the organization is performing and honoring its mission. So when you have that as the landscape, that is the, some of the differences. When you come in, if you're a board chair, board member, in this case, a board chair, and you come from the for-profit sector, you really need to understand those differences. And what we've learned over the years working with any number of boards is really four characteristics of a good board chair. And so let me talk a little bit about those. I'm say them And then I'm going to explain it. One passion, two committed, three humble, four generous. So number one passion, and that's passion for the mission. As a board chair, if you're going to take on this responsibility, you're going to take on this time commitment. You must have a passion for the mission. It's what's going to get you out of bed every day. And it's going to allow you to commit the time to doing the, the work that is necessary from a board chair's perspective and a passion for leadership because you are the leader of the board. You are working with 15, 20, 30 other people responsible for managing them to help the CEO. So you really have to have a passion for, for leadership and in, in, in lead leading an organization. So that's number one, passion. Number two, committed. You're committed to the mission. Obviously that previously stated and committed to allocating the time it's gonna take week in and week out as board chair. I don't wanna scare you. It's not like it's a grueling 20, 30 hours. It's, it's significantly less than that, but there are times that it's going to take more time and there are times, of course, that it will take less time, but you've got to be committed to that role and doing what it takes to excel in that role. Humble. A really good board chair is humble. Just because you made it in the for-profit sector and you took a company public, made a whole bunch of money does not mean you're going to be successful as a nonprofit board chair. Humility is key. Why? Because remember when I talked a little bit about collaboration? Well, you've got to build collaboration and consensus within that board of directors. They're all volunteers. We mentioned volunteers. So for, if you are accustomed to just making decisions by fiat, that's not going to go over too well as a board chair because you've got other very skilled and knowledgeable people on the board they are offering their time and they want to offer their input. So you got to have the humility to take a step back and let others share, others express their interests, their feelings, I- express what they think ought to be done. And you've got to navigate that. you got to have the humility to build that consensus. That is really different than the for-profit sector. And it's an art. And effective board chairs do that. It, building consensus takes longer, I'm telling you. And you know what? You probably have the right answer right off the bat. No doubt about it, but in order to ensure that you've, you've got your fellow board members are supporting your work and will continue to support you, you really need to take the time to build consensus. And finally, the humility to learn. Learn the role of the board chair to learn about the organization because you're not there every day. And this is just like running a business. So it'd be like you running your business when you and only showing up once a month. It really takes humility to, to learn. And finally, the fourth criteria or excuse me, fourth characteristic is being generous. Be generous with your time and your attention. And that's often to the CEO, the executive director. Boy, here she's really gonna lean on you and count on you to do a number of things. Sometimes it's just to be uh, an ear, a friendly ear. Other times is to talk through a complex issue. Oftentimes it's staffing, HR-related issues. Sometimes it's board-related issues. But to be generous with your time and with your knowledge and your wisdom to help support that person and to build him or her up that ceo. So four characteristics of an effective board chair, passion, committed, humble and generous. You know, and when you have those, then you now need to look at the three primary functions of the board chair. Right? You've got the characteristics, we got you in there. Now there's really three primary functions, and one is to lead and manage the board. That's your responsibility to lead and manage the board. Doesn't mean you make all the decisions for the board, but your job is to lead and manage them. It is not the CEO's job to do that. So an example of managing the board might be those times when you don't have a board member or you have a board member who's not consistently coming to meetings. That is your responsibility as board chair to reach out to that individual. It is not the CEO's responsibility when it comes to evaluating the board. The, the board itself, that is your job as CEO to ensure it, excuse me, as board chair to ensure it happens. It is not the responsibility of somebody else or of the CEO or performing board members are those who, as we said, either aren't showing up or for whatever reason are causing a distraction. Your responsibility as a board chair to address that. And that comes along with part of the managing the board, direct meetings and committees. So your responsibility as the board chair is to lead those monthly board meetings or however frequently you have them to come up with the agenda, to work with the CEO, to come up with the agenda, to work with the committees, things along those lines to build out that agenda and to run those meetings. And as you've said, on, as we have said on a previous podcast, if you want to be a superhero, start the meetings on time and end them on time. Same as committees. Your job is to oftentimes is to fill those committees and to, or to oversee them. Uh, could be in an ex officio role. But nonetheless, is to capture that information that's coming up from the committee and make sure it brings forth to the board of directors. You know, speaking of directing meetings and committees, as I said, you know, number two is Brian Deming. In episode number six of this podcast, talk about the importance of leading the meetings and leading meetings effectively as a board chair. And how do you do that? You function more as a facilitator than a dictator. He actually facilitates the board meetings, which is really wise advice. Because the facilitator doesn't come with the answers. The facilitator draws information out of the participants in the meeting and then directs the conversation. So very good advice from Brian Deming back in episode six. And then finally, your third primary function is to support the CEO, the executive director. You know, that individual really has a challenging job. We've talked about it before on podcasts and you just know it inherently. I mean, running any type of organization is a challenge. Then you throw on 15 bosses on top of that. It's even even much more challenging. And so be, like I said earlier, lend that ear to the CEO, executive director, help them think through specific issues and challenges. So there you go. You've got the characteristics of a very effective CEO, excuse me, on the board chair. You've got the functions that a board chair performs all in the nonprofit sector. And that goes back to what are those differences between the for-profit and the nonprofit sector? I will tell you this, I've have been blessed to have been a board chair a number of times. It is an extremely fulfilling role, and I encourage anybody to do it. Yes, it takes time. Yes, it takes bandwidth. Yes, there are times it's very frustrating. But at the end of the day, if you're passionate about that mission, this is your opportunity to contribute to the organization in a little bit deeper capacity than just a normal board member. This is Michael Corley on the I-501C, the podcast for nonprofit board members, and we'll see you next week.